0: It is podcast time, hockey fans. Thank you for watching this Dan K. Show production presented by the Pueblo Bulls.
1: Hello, hockey fans, and welcome back once again to the most watched show in junior hockey. You know, you might think that at this point in the summer sessions, we're only three recording days in. But you, the the listeners at home, are about, I think at this point, Dan, five to six, five, five or so weeks in to the listening process. And you might be thinking to yourself, man, there is no way Lucas continuously comes up with these intros on the fly. And that's where you're wrong. It's a mixture of being really good at improv and also being very unprepared. And now I turn it to a man who's always prepared and is good at improv. And I'm sure there's a third thing out there. He's good at, man. There's gotta be something. I feel like it's, it's like right there. There's like one other thing that he does really well. Oh, right. It's have a show with his name on it. It's Dan K. Dan, welcome to your show. Yes, and. <laughs> See, good at improv. We, we've been working on his improv skills. For those of you who want to know how to do
0: improv, yes, and. You never sing no. You just say yes, and. And if you say no by accident, no but. So it's like, hey, Dan, can you jump 50 feet in the air? Yes. And I can also reach the moon when I do it because we've got a couple spacemen in the building today and last year did we go through the trouble of building a monsterish trophy that could be shot into the stars by the winning team for the battle of the space corn that was covered in corn and yes did uh, dirty mike and the boys take that from us in denver <laughs> colorado along with thousands of dollars of other equipment that was vital to covering that game did we have to go store to store to re-piece together our entire existence meanwhile entrusting into the very usually you say capable but very uncapable hands of coach Tristan Jensen building a new Space Corn Trophy in which he built one that not only was not stuck together by glue or any other type of adhesive but very giant and mostly just looked like potentially a silo and less like a rocket ship But did this team win it and still take it in and care for it as if it were one of their own? Yes, they did. They'll have a better trophy to play for this year. And when we have multiple guests on, I like to let them introduce themselves to the folks at home. The man with the socks will start with you. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves to the folks listening.
2: Kaylee Schrock, head coach of the Fort Wayne Spacemen and general manager of the Sport One Park View Ice House. And... You know, yes, and <laughs> that corn trophy is right behind Mister Cam Warwick. Can you see it? He, oh, he's hanging my frickin', uh tracksuit on it. Look at that thing! That is there it is. There
0: it is. It's gonna. <laughs> it's we <still> might. Like, <laughs> we might blow that up at the end of the game this year.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Fourth of July is coming up. We're gonna. We're gonna take the top off. Put some. uh you know artillery shells and that thing, Roman candles, you name it. We're gonna have some fun with that thing. Yeah,
0: it's like a, it's like a giant <laughs> plunger. That trophy, I, I don't know what happened,
2: but uh, but you
0: know, Tristan did his best on short notice. He had two days to build it. Cameron, why don't you introduce yourself to the folks at home?
3: Yep, uh, Cameron Wyre, the head coach of the Way and Spaceman Elite Team. I'm um, also an assistant for the Premier Team um, and coaching coordinator for. Um, waha here which is our youth hockey association in fort wayne
0: and now we start with this elite team normally i'd go to coach schrock here but you know he's probably he's probably getting his socks on getting ready for the interview the tough questions that are going to come cameron i got to start with you man coming to the fray this new elite team yeah fort wayne's been around yeah the spacemen are a great team yeah this team was a couple wins away from a national title at the premier level but building this elite team, it's got to almost feel like a little bit of an expansion season. Like you, like you got a whole new franchise you're putting together there.
3: Yeah, yeah, it really does. Um, and honestly, overall, like the experience so far in the last couple months has been like outstanding. It's been great, um, and that's due to the fact of all the success that Kaylee's brought to the Spaceman program at the premier level. Right, he's really made a footprint in the USPHL, especially in the Midwest. And then, you know, last year just being a great team, having just overall great success. Um, really built the brand of the spaceman. Um, and it's honestly it's been it's, it's been a pretty easy I wouldn't say easy, but um not as many headaches as I thought it would be in the recruiting process, right? With with having our, our name out there um tied to all the success from the premier team.
0: Now, Coach, how many one 31s will you break out in a big game? Because I, I know Coach Schrock became known for, I would wait for the portion of the game. They'd grab that lead, and I'd hear that scream. Hey, one 3 one, we're going. How many are we breaking that? How, are we breaking them out right away? What do we do? Hey, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes.
3: <laughs> if, if we have to start it from the first puck drop, that's fine. Whatever it takes.
0: Absolutely love it. Now, Coach Schrock, we joke around, but – What you did with this Fort Wayne team last season at Nationals, you guys were the talk of the entire building. Like, I know in hockey, we don't pat our own backs. We don't talk about ourselves. We talk about our line mates. We talk about our teams. We talk about everybody else. But you guys were the talk of the town. You guys were the talk of Utica. This organization was difficult to deal with, difficult to play against. And I don't think there's any better way to be described in sports than tough to play against, right? And, And, like, Talk about how did you build this thing? What what makes up a Fort Wayne Spaceman? How, how is this organization doing so well?
2: We have a lot of good resources, honestly. We have great billets. We have uh, John Finch, who is a team general manager that does a great job with recruiting. You know, four years ago when they started this program, when they brought me, I said, look, um, I will coach. I, you know, uh, w- with, with wearing a lot of different hats and what I do in Fort Wayne, uh, you know, I really don't have the time to recruit and 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 for me it's become one of the most fun parts of the job, you know. Um so I, I do dabble in it, but we have great resources around us. Uh Josh Moles, we have a great athletic trainer. Uh I mean, and and really, and this sounds cliche, I know, but it really the, the reason we've had success is because we provide a great experience we understand it doesn't matter how great we are on the hockey side. If our kids aren't having fun off the ice, if we don't have good billet families, um, if they're not having, you know, if we can't find them a job where they can put a little extra money in their pocket. Um, the hockey doesn't mean anything. So we we really put a lot of work and effort and time into to making sure like off ice stuff's great. The kids have fun. And I think that's why, you know, a, a lot of our kids come back and they want to play, for us. And, you know, like Noah, Maine, Logan Robbins last year, like they had opportunities um, where, you know, they were bubble, you know, North American league or tier two guys, you know, and uh, they decided uh, that they wanted to come back uh, because of that experience. So it's honestly, because we're very lucky to have the resources we do. We have a close connection with the Fort Wayne Comets. Um, I know Benny Boudreaux is not going to be back uh, next year, but having those guys come and skate with us all in, um, you know, uh, September before their their camp starts in October. So we have pro guys on the ice. We have John Salway, who I think will be in the NHL one day as a skating coach. No joke. Um, we have guys coming in, D1 players, um, AHL guys, uh, professional players from all over the Midwest coming to train with John. It's great for recruiting, right? We can bring kids in and we don't do the old you know, the tryout process. It's more of a sniper approach where we can bring kids in. Hey, come check out Fort Wayne. They can skate with Salway for a day. We can put them in a uh, a pro skate, which are like our scrimmages. And, uh, you know, that's really been the key to our success is getting kids here, letting them see for themselves. And, you know, we we push our kids very hard, Is as, as Cam understands, um, now that we're doing some off-ice, uh, off-season stuff. But, We have fun with the guys i mean there's you know um we can laugh and cry with them and um they want to come back because of the experience no doubt yeah and and you could see that just on that bench throughout nationals throughout the the
0: season right we saw you guys a bunch in a different bunch of different locations and there was never that lull last year for this roster the biggest storyline that i followed all year long you guys were giant killers like, you guys beat Metro, you beat Toledo, you beat you beat all of these big-name squads. You go to Nationals, you deal with Richmond. Like, everybody who was talked about as a top-ten team in the country had an L next to their name when they ran into the Spacemen. This team, what you guys had last year, how are you working to recreate that this season? You, you lose a couple guys to to aging out. What's the, what's the offseason look like roster-wise for the Premier?
2: It looks good, but, you know, we'll never – I don't want the best – I don't want the most talented team. I, I want um, – you know, and, you know, it's it's probably because I, I, I was that way when I played. I was never the most skilled guy on any team I ever played for, but I really cared about winning, and I, and I cared about showing up for my teammates. And so give me the kid that played on the team that was the fourth line that probably should have been on the third line, you know, um, and let's give that kid a role – and let's develop them. And you know, Cam and I work very hard. Uh, you know, when people come to space, we, we teach the game of hockey. It's and I know you, we laugh about the one three one, but we have a curriculum of like these are the skills we're going to teach you. We're going to show you how to play in on all different phases of the game, and you're going to learn how to play the game of hockey. We're going to have fun when we do it. And yeah, after Christmas, are we going to get more into um, systems? And sure, but our job is to teach these young men. Um, the game of hockey and apply them with the skills necessary and also hey show them what the bad habits are in those different areas of why they're not a tier 2 player and work on those habits right so you'll see like we'll we'll lose games i mean um and at the beginning of the year because we're willing to allow guys to make mistakes so the wins and losses that, that's kind of random but i think when you have some kids on your team that that probably feel like they should be at a higher level and you put them in a higher role, they're going to, you're going to get more out of those kids and they're going to feel uh, they're going to feel the need to to prove some people wrong. And I think that's uh, why we've had success yeah. is we, we try to recruit a, a certain type of player and um, yeah, sure. Noah main was awesome last year, but I don't think many people know this. Is it nationals? He actually sustained a, a great, he was playing with a grade two ACE uh, you know, AC joint injury, which, I've had before and there's no way I play through that. And this yeah. kid was going out there, you know, 30% and still having an impact, but it's cause he bought in and um, you know, the skill wasn't there, but he was willing to get pucks deep and and play defensively. And hell, he even had a few, uh, he had a few big goals there too. And I don't think anybody knew that he's like his, his shoulder wasn't there. So that's really our, our MO is just trying to find these kids that, you know, are probably like one step away or flawed in one way but really giving them a chance to thrive and uh, letting that bloom throughout the season. Yeah, and the big thing that I love, like like the
0: reason why I feel great joking about the 1-3-1 at Nationals or joking about that defensive style of locking people down is because this team put up 207 goals last regular season, folks. Like, this was one of the top 10 scoring teams in the country. And coach, I think that is what I love so much about what you do. You talk about buckling down when you get to the midpoint in the year right and really really digging into those systems and diving into not just how to play a game but how to win a game and I think it's it is a somewhat of a teachable skill in the sport of hockey how to win a game right like we've talked to Dan Hodge we have talked to a bunch of these guys Lucas throughout these summer sessions about not just being the top three forward who scores 150 points a year but being able to be a third line forward or a fourth line forward at the next level is a skill in itself. Learning how to do the little things in the mm-hmm. game that set you apart. Because as the, as this path kind of moves, it narrows. We all get bigger. The, the skills get better. Everybody's catching up, right? Coach, you played at the next level. You played professionally. You played in college. Like, how important was it? You just said it yourself. You were never the best guy on the ice, right? how important in the recruiting process is knowing that a guy could line up on your fourth line or be a six D man? Like how important is that ability?
2: Oh, it's, it's huge. Right. As long as, as long as you're an all-star in your role, I mean, everybody wants to be recognized, right? I don't care what, what profession you're in. If, um, you know I mean? Like as a GM of this building, we have some of the best janitors and, and, and they make the biggest difference of the rink. Cause when people come in, they want to be here. They see how clean it is. And they're just as important in their role as Cam is in his or I am in mine. And um, and and that's really what having a, an all you know, a, an all star team is, is just creating all stars in whatever role they're in. You know, uh, you know, I go back, I, I make the joke, um, you know, Dennis Williams, who just won. He was a head coach for uh, uh, the world junior Canadian team that just won. Right. Uh, he recruited me at Newman College. When I was a Tier Three player before I played in the North American League, he was back when it was a junior. It was a Central States, the Grand Rapids Alps, like. Uh, and he said, "Look, you're never gonna be a a big time scorer, but you, you can come penalty kill." And at the time, he was with Utica, and then he took the job at Newman the next year. And I said, "You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go here because um, th- this guy believed in me when I was a Tier Three player." And, uh, and I went there and of course, Dennis ended up leaving, but we won a national championship my senior year because he recruited a bunch of just hardworking dudes. And, uh, by our senior year, we had, you know, there was 18 of us and, uh, yeah, it was just, and so that's, I, I believe in that. I, I believe in that, uh, Uh, that way of winning is in and i've played on pro teams that that have won and i've played on a very good teams that have lost and on a lot of those great teams what kind of gets you into trouble is you have too much skill and you have guys that aren't you know you see these games at nationals or in the stanley cup finals like they're two to one three to two and so your goal scorers if they're not scoring they're not helping you and you need those guys don't get me wrong you you need somebody to, to to have a to, you know to put the puck in the back of the net and those guys are special but they also have to do and they have to learn how to do other things and score and you know even if you look at like the one three one like something that kids struggle with at the tier three is how do they play off the puck right yeah. um anybody can go be f1 and you can teach that but how do you be f2 uh, how, like how do you recognize if, if f1 doesn't do his job do i dive down do i back off no i probably have to soft lock and play somewhere in the middle and like teaching those components are are important to these players because these you know these division three kids who we're trying to get you know these, our coaches um are watching and you know they don't care if the kid can score 80 80 goals they care can he play a man's game at the at the college level right does he understand these intricacies of the game so yes we the 131 is great because it does it helps you win but it also teaches a lot of things that these kids need and and how to be a that that second phase or that how to manage their depth i would call it away from the puck so a lot of it is a teaching component that we're and sure we're selling it it's not hey we're going to go play defense it's let's run this we're going to teach you how to play the game but also hey it's offense because teams are gonna they're gonna try to skate through, they're gonna give us the free pucks. Let's yep. go play offense now. So it's not like we're defensive minded. We we wanna be in shootouts, we wanna be in seven to six games, but yeah, there's different ways you can you can kind of get that result. Now, Lucas, you know he talks about putting in the work, you know the effort.
0: You're a guy who does that, you know. Uh, what do you got for the coaches? I don't want. I don't want to take all the questioning away from you. I don't want to be this guy, you know. But but you know <laughs> you, you don't know, want people, to. But you people are. People look to me. They look to me <laughs> to ask questions. Lucas, and they go, they go, who's this Dan K guy? You know, we want to know more about him. They say, I don't think he talks enough. I don't think he asks enough questions. I don't think he has enough face time, <laughs> Lucas. Go ahead. You got one question to
1: throw. Back. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to be this guy, but I am and refuse to change. So Lucas, go ahead. It's now your turn. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Take it away. Oh, I'm okay. I'll keep going. Let me. <laughs> and that was your question. Now I'll take it back. Um, no, I, I, I'm interested in, in building an elite team. That's that's kind of why I was I was interested when uh, when Kaylee said uh, oh, I want to get Cameron on here. I was like fantastic because this is kind of the there's there's been the the, the two bits of, of big news that have happened in this off season, yeah. right there has been the expansion of the elite to include these midwest teams and there's been the the NCDC right so and the NCDC moving west even though that was a little bit more planned this this elite expansion has been the bigger news in the sense that nobody really had had any advance warning of it right it it had, it kind of just appeared and I know it's been worked on behind the scenes quite a bit, right? But in terms of the, you know, what the the planning phases were, was not really there. So I, I'm interested in what it takes to recruit an elite team from scratch, especially oh, considering... Oh, a
0: lunch for this question, by the way.
1: You know what? How about this? How about I mute you for the rest of the podcast? Oh, I love it. Shots fired. <laughs> you... Yeah. This listen, started on Tuesday this I podcast. would like to Strong say this. Hey, uh, coaches, are you guys the exact same person, or are you guys uh, different people to break things up? Oh, we're different. You're different, right? If there were two Dan K's on this podcast, two guys who just fire off, you know, just these quick... For the folks at home, he's still asking the super, questions. Super quick questions. Uh, no one would listen to it. I'm providing context, and now the context has been provided. Cameron. Yes. Talk to me about recruiting an elite team, especially with an organization that hasn't had an elite team up to this point.
3: Sure, sure. Yeah, there's there's obviously challenges because you know you, you talk to players, right? They always want to play at the highest level possible, right? Um, you say, "Hey, I'm the head coach, of the elite team." They're like, sometimes those kids that they they stick their nose up at you, like, ah, oh, I don't want to play elite. It's like, well, what you're getting with Fort Wayne, like everything is the same. Like everything is cohesive. What you get at the premier level with practice time off ice, all of it, you get at the elite level too, right? If there's no, there's no differentiating it from, Oh, you're on the lead premier. You're getting the same exact treatment as a player on and off the ice. Right. So that's like a, a great selling point for us. Um, now, like how we target kids and, and players, like, like um, Kaylee said, it's like a sniper approach. Like, oh, we think this kid, oh, he's a junior player for sure. You know, maybe if he goes to a, a different team that just has premieria, yeah, maybe he's fourth, fifth line. But, hey, he has an opportunity to come in with our elite team, maybe be a top six forward, get a lot of ice time, get that confidence, and then you're developing within our system, within our program to where, okay, now next year, now we're talking like, Now you're going to make an impact on the premier level. Like I always, the the recruits that I've talked to, I always tell them like, Hey, listen, you know, nothing's guaranteed come training camp. If you come in here, take butt, take somebody's spot on premier, do it. Let's have that healthy competition within our, within our program. Um, And also with that too, I'm like, Hey, maybe, maybe it doesn't work out this year. Maybe you get one or two games at the premier level, right? Next year, my goal for you as a player, I do not want to see you on my roster you should be playing at the premier level right so that's that's what we're all about it just goes back to you know our we're just so focused on development here you know when kids hear that and they care about what you know what they want when, when the coaches care about what they want as a player that's a, that's a big thing for players right they they want to they want to know that their coaches care and understand that's what something i tell them all the time too is what are your goals like oh, coach i want to play at the highest level of junior possible tier 2 okay let's get you there you know, we have the connection. We, we we can make some phone calls to get you there. Come into our program, buy in, you know, let's let's make you a great hockey player all around, offensively, defensively, every aspect of the game, just like Kaylee said with our curriculum. And then we'll give you all the tools in order to get to that spot and we'll support you throughout the process too. So it's just complete transparency from from day one, that first initial conversation, and then once again, like Kaylee said, when the, when we get the players here and they see all the amenities and everything that we do offer, it's
0: like the nail in the coffin. Okay, yeah, this is the program that I want to go to. Lucas, before I let you ask your next question, I do want to talk for real this time. I'm not messing with you. But the Coach, <laughs> you talked about wanting to use that ladder of development, right, and wanting guys to move up. The story I always tell folks is is the story of Brandon Osmondson we call the, the Wizard of Osmondson and John Mankovic. Both came up with the Hampton Roads Whalers, right? They played in the elite system. They had, they had a first year where they developed and won a championship in the elite. They learned how to win a title. Then they go up to the, the premier level. They win a championship eventually in the premier in their final age out season together on the same squad. Their game grew with each level they moved up. In the elite, they learned how to be the top guys. At the premier, their first year, they learned how to be the third, fourth line guys and fill a roster. So that they were ready to win a championship, their final and third season in junior hockey. Then they go up to Utica and put together one of the best teams on the planet the last couple of years. And now they're playing pro hockey. You just see how there is a way for this ladder development of this ladder to development to work. It, you look at you can learn to be a top guy in the elite. You can learn to be the next guy in the Premier. You can, you can learn every facet of the game as you work up the levels. So Lucas, I apologize for jumping in, but I felt like that was that was some nice. Uh, context uh, a good yes as some folks might say
1: Cameron I want to ask you about the team that you have up to this point or if if I was asking questions the way Dan wants me to ask questions Cameron team (laughs) one step step away from animal and honestly the only reason I thought of that joke is because Dan gave me a great recommendation and we're going to Dan you can go ahead and give it to that because you gave it to me
0: I'm a big Muppets fan guys I am basically a Muppet I would say if, if you were to describe me as a, as a person uh, there's a new show out Disney plus right now the animals in it, it it's uh, the Muppets uh, the what is it, the electric mayhem yeah uh, go watch it man it's, it's great, like a figure behind music the man music. like Lucas a lot of good music <laughs> jokes a lot of good music jokes.
1: It is a fake behind the music with the electric mayhem. And I was, at first, I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. Um, but let me pop it on. And it's completely addicting. So if you, it'll go from background noise to the only thing you care about until you finish the series. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's not a good thing. Um, but yeah, that's Cameron. What is, what's the team looking like? Is there a focus that you're looking for? A type of player you are trying to snipe? Sure.
3: Um, once again, it goes back to like we want to have that good like cohesiveness between the two programs. I was like the same as Kaylee. I was a, I was a hard worker, so that's the the the, the players that I look forward to that are going to buy into a system that care about themselves and their their hockey career and care about a program that they come into. Uh, that being said, obviously we do want to win hockey games, and we do need those skilled players to. Once again, maybe they're just you know they're great offensively. Maybe they just have they're they're not very good defensively, and that's something that we can work on. The once again, they're going to get that that playing time at you know that top six or that that top you know that top pairing defense, and they're going to get the playing time that they still want. Um, but we're going to develop them on the opposite side of the of the puck there. Um, so like targets right now, like I, I can't really say for for certain what I'm looking for. I just I want good players. You know, it's it with, with year one of of an elite team. You still have to build that identity. You know, there is one with the premier at the premier level with Fort Wayne, but we still, we don't have one yet. We haven't, we haven't had one yet for the elite team because we haven't had a team. Right. Um, So looking for that same type of, you know, guys that care about not just themselves, but the program that are going to come in and buy in. Like those are, those are the kids that I love uh, that I love chatting with too, that you can just tell that they care. Right? They're not just like, oh coach, I want to play Premier. like, see you like, like, okay, yeah, no, what do you have to offer me as a as a coach and as a program? Yeah, let's let's have a further conversation. Absolutely.
1: And one question for Kaylee before I kick it over to Dan, who looks like he's feverishly getting ready for our next segment of the show, which is getting going to be very exciting. Game show. Kaylee, this <clears throat> is gonna be your one chance. Your one chance to tell us how you really feel about Shrock Sox. Because, and I want you to know, regardless of how you feel about it, we're still going to do it. But this is your one judgment-free zone ah, show to your tell socks. us, show us your socks, <laughs> tell us how you feel about Schrock socks.
2: You know, I'm actually, uh, I'm not a guy that is. I, I try to just fly under the radar, honestly. So uh, it is a little. It, maybe there are times where hey. I'm. you guys are putting me in the spotlight because I'm what I'm wearing. Totally not me. You got to understand, uh, you know, my wife is literally a fashion blogger and a lot of, uh, and she does a great job with the sock game. So I'm going to give all the credit to my, to my wife, but, uh, you know, it, it doesn't, um, it doesn't bother me fellas. And in fact, I, you know, I wore my favorite pair of socks today. Um, I've got an 11 year old golden doodle, uh, looks more like a golden retriever, but here I'll put them up for you. I've got actually Fiverr is on. You can oh, actually that. dissolve oh, wow. <laughs> that's really him. That's really him. So, um, it's almost like Blue's Clues in here, you could call it. And, you know, I have one question for before we start this game. I'm gonna so, uh, does that answer your question? Is that percent? Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I'll never take offense. And I actually got a chuckle when uh, he was trying to razz me during that interview at Nationals, <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't uh, I didn't look at him. I didn't buckle. You know, I was just showing Stay him that he, he cannot get in my head. Um, but, you know, I was wondering this. D- Dan Kay's got this, you know, this nice banner. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked a lot about uh, team cohesiveness and you know <laughs> about just having, you know, those role players on the team that are really those glue guys that bring everything together. And I'm wondering, you know, why isn't Lucas on that banner, Dan?
1: like
2: he's a big part of the show you know he does a lot behind the scenes and you know all i see is you know, it's, it's just like your highlight i'm show. just
1: getting razzed too i want you to That's see what
0: well, i do want you to see that it says in the swamp so this was not made by me what i do want to say is this was made when we went down to florida we but showed he does up have
1: about eight of them in the trunk of his car they were, just, they were selling just
0: these banners so they made these right so <laughs> this guy so what i would say is this right like was was Patrick Kane the best player on the Rangers this year when he when he got traded there? No, he. Was, I mean, did he show up at all? No, but we won't get into that. But was he the best player on that Rangers team? No, but he puts butts in seats, right? And, and that's what that's what I am. I'm the guy.
1: I'm a ticket seller
0: right here. This guy sells the tickets, okay? And I, I print the tickets, the
1: hand out the tickets, uh, take the I'll, tickets.
0: Take the, <laughs> <laughs> Lucas makes the tickets, makes the building, but. What I do want to say is I did I wasn't sure whether to take this Dan K Show in the swamp as an attack or as like Dan K in the swamp in Florida, like we're just gonna to toss him in the swamp, or Dan K show, hey they're in the swamp, they're here, they're watching us. So that it could have been negative, it could be anti
1: me. We still don't know. This could be anti me. Really, it's the employee of the month plaque that's up in the upper corner that oh. sometimes goes unnoticed. This,
0: this let me get this <laughs> down here for you. So this goes back to when Dan K used to work <laughs> for the MLB Network and the NHL Network. Uh, so I used to I used to uh, run a team at an MLB Network NHL Network, and I jokingly that this will tell you a lot about me created an Employee of the Month award that I was the only vote on, um, <laughs> and I gave myself Employee of the Month every single month, and I would have a ceremony. In the office each month, and people actually started getting really into it to find out who would be. I would get like food for everyone. We'd sit, and I'd go. I just would like to make an announcement that I won it again. I, I I know the only person who knows how hard I work is me, and I'm out working everybody. So that is that is how this came to fruition.
2: I just <laughs> say, next time we're on the show, I want to see I want to see a picture of Lucas in your office somewhere. You know, I think that'd be a, I think that'd be a good. Uh, you know, a little uh, feather on his cap there.
0: I can definitely do that. I I think that'll confuse Marty Quarters even more out in Idaho. <laughs> policy. For some reason, thinks Lucas and I live together. I, I I don't know if he understands how a work relationship works, but he always tells me to tell Lucas hi, and I'm like, we're like three thousand miles apart, Coach. <laughs> like, I can't do. He's that.
2: riding like—is he riding horses in Montana right now? What's he, he doing? Hundred percent. He's back in okay. Montana.
0: Just living the dream, riding horses. He's got, like, dogs running around. It actually looks pretty majestic.
2: Yeah, he's no, like, it's uh, – yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's a lucky guy to be out, out there. And uh, that, that team seems like a fun one with all the the the, uh, the fans that you get there in uh, Idaho. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, you know what? You're going to have some
0: fans after this one, coaches. <laughs> we've got for you a game show. This started – In Philadelphia, with a young man named Dan Kay, who put together a show called Minor Chats. It was a two-minute show. The first minute, relaxing. We're talking. We're interviewing. The next minute, on the clock, answer as many personal questions as possible. Let's go. Gentlemen, there are no incorrect answers unless you get one wrong. We'll see what that means. I'm going to go between you. Who wants to get the first question? The clock won't start till I finish asking. I'll go first. All right. Coach Schrock, you will go first. My first question for you. This will be an easy one. Let's open. Lucas, I almost didn't start the timer. I mean, I've been doing this show for how long? You gotta, you gotta actually be ready with the timer. I've been doing Let's this see, show
1: before I was on the show.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm the one who invented this, and I didn't even do this right. Okay, hold on. Timer's coming. Timer is on its way. The clock starts after I finish this question. Coach Schrock, socks or shoes? Socks. Uh, Cameron, what's your favorite color?
3: Blue.
0: Uh, Shrock, what's your favorite sports team? Socks. Cameron, same question. Favorite sports team? Yeah, uh that way. uh favorite Taylor Swift song, Coach Rock? Mean. Other than Taylor Swift, who would be your favorite band or musician, Cameron? Uh, the Eagles. Coach Schrock, if we're rolling out, are you going to a diner, drive in or dive? Drive in. Guy Fieri or Robert Irvine, Cameron? Guy Fieri. Oh, no, Bobby Flay from a good choice. Ice cream cake or birthday cake, Coach Rock? Ice cream cake. Uh, where's your favorite place to go on vacation, Cameron? Oh, Mexico. Barbecue, uh, you're at one. Hot dog or hamburger, Coach Rock? Hamburger. Uh, name a USPHL coach you admire, Cameron? It's an easy one right here.
3: Kids Rock. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Sunrise <laughs> or sunset, Coach Rock? <laughs> Sun- Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Soup, salad, or breadsticks at the Olive Garden, Cameron? Oh, soup. Favorite TV show all time, Coach Rock? Rugrats. Oh, that's a great answer. Do you want a million dollars, Coach Cameron? Yes. Oh, just after the buzzer, we've asked it 27 <laughs> times in all 27 rounds. A team has missed the million dollar question. We will put the suitcase with a million dollars cash back in the vault till next week. <laughs> But Lucas, I have an announcement to make. The Co- two did
1: man Coach Schrock re- answer socks for favorite sports team? That's Red the box.
2: It- yeah, you, I, I knew it was coming. It's just—it's just its just thats the. It's beauty, right? That's poetry.
0: And here's right? the thing: some people might say that's a fake answer. We can accept it because he could like the Red Sox. He could it's like true. the White Sox. The socks is an actual answer, and he is breaking out oh, right of Fenway, Fenway Park, Park. <laughs> what a job by Coach Schrock, and because of that review going the way of the Fort Wayne Spacemen, the new leaders in the clubhouse with 15 correct answers, Coach Kaylee Schrock, Coach Cameron wyrick nice job boys. Hey,
2: that's a great start Cam, that's a great start out of the gates here
0: what a job lucas come back in here i mean review <laughs> that attack right there the two-man attack we had a little bit of a stumble at one point when i said sunrise or sunset during a chuckle but they <clears> were <throat> able to bounce back and fight through it you can just see lucas the systems at-, at play
1: yeah it's 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 heavy on the systems work here right <laughs> it's uh it's it's preparedness it's being able to work on the fly right because it for a while coach Schrock getting some of the, the easier questions, right? Cameron getting getting some of the more complicated ones, but you know what? Quick, yes. adapt. This is what we love to see. And you know what? If you guys can answer nonsense trivia questions in 60 seconds as well as you can coach two hockey teams, feels like not even the sky's the limit because you're the spacemen. If the sky was the limit, you wouldn't be very good spacemen.
0: I also missed one of my questions I like to ask, and I'm gonna ask you guys this. This one is constantly answered wrong. Your favorite amphibian, <laughs>
2: Ooh, amphibian! <laughs> you need to you make sure that goes back to the I don't think we get those in space, so... Uh, <laughs> let's, this
0: is answered wrong more than any question. 100% more than any other personal question on the show. Favorite amphibian? Anybody. anybody a garden, that, a garden of, snake. A garden snake is a reptile. So that, ah. is, that is incorrect. I also believe it's a garter snake, Lucas. Is that is that correct, or is it a garter? Garter. Snake? garter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sit said garden snakes are. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a. I, I will also both a, a reptile and a
1: fictional animal.
2: <laughs> I also will give a Luka, lot of credit. Lucas, cut that. Cut that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I will not be cutting that. Um, but I actually, I also want to give a lot of credit for "Mean" as favorite Taylor Swift song. That is the first time that we've heard that. That's a little bit of a deep cut. <laughs> to good answer. it's.
2: You know, just um, probably just a quick slight at uh, Dan for not having you on the, uh, you know, on the on the background there. Not giving you any credit. You know, we, we you come to Fort Wayne, we're going to play on the fourth line. You're going to get ice time. You know, I can't say the same for the Dan K show. You know, Lucas is just, you know, right now he's getting healthy scratch. We got we got, um, you know, Dan K Meyer, employee of the month plaques in his office and, and we're <laughs> and lucas is just not getting any light so do you want to see if cool- you come to space you, you'll be the star of our team all right that's our selling point you come to space <laughs> you're the star uh we'll you know we'll put dan on the third line that game he, we're going to teach him how to be a good role player and <laughs> you you're, you're gonna you're gonna be the all-star in space lucas guys i want to show you
0: a little a little piece of excess with this uh this trophy it's-
1: he <laughs> can switch so, the pictures out. <laughs> you should so you get it, it actually, reversible.
2: You should get it reversible. You can have one of, uh, you know, you can flip it around.
0: You can, you can actually switch the picture month by month, so that each time I won it, it would look a bit different. It That's was, uh, awesome. It was, oh, it was definitely, definitely. I, I, uh, I worried some folks at the office. I said, "Isn't the team going to get upset?" I said, "Honestly, this might be the thing bringing us closest together right now. People are rooting for me each month now." All right, I want to hear Cam answer this question about the amphibian. Yeah, what name an amphibian for us, Cameron? Boy, um, and you've got all the amphibians to pick from. I just want you to know there's no limits. all of
3: them. Okay, so you pick okay.
0: any amphibian. Um, it's a tough question. I, uh, I don't know, squirrel. That's a mammal. 100 percent a mammal. That is uh. Oh. So an amphibian uh would be basically uh an animal that it can go both in water and on land uh live in both um. So some people might say oh a platypus, but a platypus actually the only egg-laying mammal for your your lesson today. Mm-hmm. It's the only one. It's the only one remaining. It's also an endangered species, but. An amphibian would be like a frog, like a frog would be an answer, a toad, a poison dart frog, which of course is enough uh, poison within it to to drop a human or multiple humans if needed. It's like the Rambo of frogs. Um, Lucas, a salamander would also be an amphibian. Lucas, name an amphibian now that I've named those ones. A toad, you can't name a toad, so now name an amphibian. <laughs> you just named all the easy
1: amphibians. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, Hold on here, hold on. You said you said it was a species that could go in... The- breathe in the water. They can
0: live in the water. They can breathe in the water. Yes, yeah, so please do not try to tell me like an alligator can breathe in the water because it cannot. <laughs> Nor can a snake. Okay, but mm. well, what about like an eel? An eel would be a fish. Because an eel does okay. not go on land. A turtle. A turtle would be a reptile because it's cold blooded.
1: And it holds he, its breath. He knows way too much about the animal kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's honestly, it's it's a bit. Much. I wonder why I have to do so much more. Because work. it's
0: cold blooded? Cold blooded. So reptiles are cold blooded. They live both in land and in water, or sometimes just on land. But the big thing with the reptiles is that it's cold blooded. Kind of like me now that I'm down in Florida. Okay, so okay
2: so an amphibian can breathe in water right it can breathe underwater hey jamie could you look this up for us real
0: quick uh <laughs> lucas uh, could you could you pull up uh just the, the definition of amphibian along with some some examples
1: for the folks at home now that this has turned into an animal podcast. <laughs> i actually was already prepared for that so um, go ahead lucas let's see here an amphibian is a cold-blooded vertebrate that is at least partially aquatic, and breathe through their skin. An amphibian's lifestyle is broken down into two stages, larval and adult. The larval stage is 100% aquatic, and the adult stage may only be semi-aquatic. So salamanders, frogs, toads, um, newts, tree frogs, because it's a frog, is actually an amphibian, Um, something called a hellbender, which I didn't even know was a thing. It's a giant salamander that lives primarily underwater. Um, mostly just frogs and salamanders. Yeah, there's
0: not a lot of amphibians, which is why the question is so difficult. And a lot of people equate frogs to reptiles, which is wrong.
2: You know, I, I I should have, you know, I had a pet newt was like the first pet I ever had. So I'm ashamed I got this. Uh, I got this wrong. Shame on me. But hey, we all learned something new today. Yeah. Or at least uh, Cam and I.
0: So. Or you learned something newt. <laughs> like, and that's why I'm on the picture everywhere, guys. That's why I'm the employee. Oh, one. look
1: at that. We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Guys, let's get back to hockey, all right? We've had our animal planet time. Before we close this thing out. I, I got to ask you, Coach Rock. What is it? What does a day in the life as a Fort Wayne spaceman look like for a player maybe on the cusp of making their decision whether it's going to be to play with the elite squad, whether it's to play with the premier squad? What does a day in the life look like if I walk into, into Fort Wayne and start playing with you guys there?
2: Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get up in the morning. You're you're either gonna have uh, probably school or, or work. We we cry we ah, require all of our players to have. Um, either a job or be in school we like to have that structure off the ice uh, you're gonna come uh get a, a a team workout either before or after practice two separate groups this year we're gonna have four separate groups because we've got um two teams and then you're gonna practice for an hour and a half two hours uh, you're gonna have on ice skills um if you're a goalie you're gonna have goalie skills Uh, and then you know you have the opportunity to be on the ice uh, in the evenings too with some of our youth our youth teams and we have a schedule for that Um, and then on some days obviously we've got video and hey the best part is the door is always open the guys that want individual video sessions come in they get them and uh, they're going to have a great experience at their their billets because we've got a We've got fantastic billets. We've got great resources, like I said, that people that really care about this team and uh, are going to take care of you. So um, that's a day. That's a day in the life of a a Fort Wayne spaceman.
0: Cam, how do I how do I reach out to you if I'm a player looking for my next place to play? And I want to work up that development ladder you guys are building out there in Fort Wayne. How do I find you guys?
3: Yep. So we have a website, um, hey, fortwayandspaceman.com,
2: right? W spaceman.com.
3: Um, we do have like a player interest form on there. Um, definitely have utilized that a lot here this summer. Also, honestly, I'm not afraid to to throw out my phone number here, um, if if we need to, um, or or direct (laughs) directly to my email, either one. Um, you know, so that that's the that's the biggest you know that that uh, that player interest form really really helps out, and then um, you know obviously we've, we've gone to a couple of the combines here too, where we where we found some players. I love it, guys! We're getting the best
0: flyer Spartan. in the league, best flyer in the league. Is, can I also give you guys another kudos? Best headshots in the league. Oh, thank you. The only oh, yeah. headshots yeah. taken in space, they're, which they're I gotta nice. say. The They're one nice. worry as a parent, I would say, is my kid up in space taking a headshot? Did, did you, you guys didn't even have helmets on these guys? They're up in space.
2: No, you got to hold your breath for a bit. You <laughs> hold your uh, it's it's a not, not an easy journey up, but once you're up there, um, everything's prettier. You know, you, you float, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it's a great time. It's a great time in space, and uh, yeah, we're uh, we're looking to even fly higher next year, but you know, we need the right uh, astronauts to do it. So. Um, and we invite anyone into space. We've got Ukrainians, you know, we, we've got a kid from New Zealand, we got Australians, we got Russians, we got French Canadians, you know, we have Californians. Um, do we have any Floridians? <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have some Floridians, no yeah, amphibians,
3: okay. no, no. no <laughs> amphibians,
2: but um, but we're not, you know, we're not opposed to bringing pets into space either. So, you know, um, we're excited about this year, we're gonna have a diverse team. And uh, honestly, thank you guys for um, giving us the time to, uh, you know, showcase our program. We're, we're very lucky uh, with the exposure we get from the, the league and also appreciate what you guys do. I know, uh, you know, we joke around all the time, but um, I think for, you know, for junior hockey and, and giving these kids exposure, you guys um, are, are above and beyond uh you know what what other what other leagues get so thank you so much for everything you guys do it does not go unnoticed and um we don't take it for granted
0: hey coach it's guys like you that make it possible right it's trying to trying to get coaches to buy in with uh with a game show where you answer personal questions as quick as possible and people find out that you think a garden snake exists that could rub some coaches the wrong way <laughs> if they can if they take themselves too seriously right it's yeah. it's understanding it's this it's this EQ right I, I was just talking about Ted Lasso recently right it's it's seeing this different understanding of the game you've heard about it in the game of football as they call it overseas with Pep Guardiola right like he talked about how he coaches a lot like a Ted Lasso where he's got the best team in the planet But he worries about those guys, too, in more ways than just whether or not they're putting goals in the back of the net. And I think that that's something that we see with guys like yourself. We see with Cameron coming into the fray here with the Elite Squad. And it's something we're really excited to continue to work with. Guys, for for the players watching at home, this is an organization that you're not going to go wrong with. It's a community that gets behind this team. It's a coaching staff that cares, that's done this thing at every level of the game, that understands what a bad day looks like just as much as what a good day looks like who understands how to deal with a loss as good as they deal with a win. And, and this is a team that's going to continue to win hockey games for years to come. Watch out for the spacemen. Let's go parting words. We're closing this thing out. Lucas, here's your chance. Earn your way onto the banner. Lucas, what's your parting words?
1: I actually do have parting words. Um, of course um, he does. Of course he does. Uh, we we, need, to issue a, we need to issue a correction oh we need to issue a correction while there is no such thing as a garden snake in official name there is a snake called the gardener snake gardener which has led to some confusion and has actually led to a grouping of snakes often called garden snakes that are most often seen in gardens and to throw another layer in here are considered aquatic because of their <laughs> proximity to water. Wait. They are not amphibians. They're not <laughs> amphibians. We,
2: we but... make our own rules in space, baby. <laughs> oh <my> coach.
1: <laughs> no, 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 listen. Listen. Uh part of
2: part of being a space cadet is you know you got to be accountable and I was I'm going to be accountable and I'm going to be coachable here. I I admit I I had it wrong. I was referring to um you know, the garter snake. And so I, I will you know, I will be accountable for my air there. But Coach. I appreciate I appreciate the uh the excuse you gave me there, uh Lucas, to get out of that. You know what? I'm actually gonna put that we've got an, we've got an excuses jar here in the office. So I, I can put that one in there. Um maybe I was right, you know. Maybe I had it right all along.
0: I'll tell you what, coach, you, you can see that Lucas has to work with me a lot. You know, having to having to find ways to, to speak to as to why I've done something or said something rather than just going, yeah, he was wrong. And you know, this is, this is how a good team works. You, you just, I, I'm the guy out here. I'm putting up 80 points, but I'm like Yager at 42. Like, I'm not getting back the other 200 feet. I'm on the bench before the puck goes in the net, so my plus minus doesn't look too bad. Like, I'm pulling a on and kind of just sneaking on off. But... Guys, parting words. Cam we will start with you. What do you have for the folks at home? How do you want to close this thing out?
3: Yeah, just to start once again, thank thank both of you guys for having us on. Um, you know, we're we're super excited. I know obviously myself bringing on this lead team with Kaylee too like the expansion of Fort Wayne. Um, it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, we're going to we're going to reach for the stars this year for for year 1 and uh, I just know with all the support we have from the community, um, all of our staff, the game day staff as well, game day operations staff, uh, we're going to put on a great show for everybody this year, and, and we're super pumped. Coach Schrock,
0: your parting words.
2: Parting words are, hey, I'm, I'm super excited to have uh, Cam Wyrick on the staff, and he, we're going to do a great job with this team and um, with all the other resources we have come to space, find out for yourself, find out for yourself, come to space, put on your helmet, and let's go for a rocket ride, baby.
0: My parting words, always go with our coaches or our guests, and and it always tries to sum things up. And, you know, when you're 30 of these in, sometimes maybe you run out of things to say, but I don't. I don't. It's why I'm announcing here live on the air, I've won yet another Employee of the Month award for the Dan K show. That's exciting. Um, But I'm going to put it out there that if you're going to say it, then you better mean it. I think that's my quote here. And if you're going to want it, then you better live it. I I think that's going to be something that I see the Fort Wayne spacemen do every day. I think that's something I see Coach Cam getting ready to do here with this elite squad. It's something that Coach Schrock, we've seen him do for years here. And you have to, to be the best, it isn't always, you're not born with it, right? 99.9% of us are not born to be Connor McDavid. But we can grow to be that great player, that next great athlete, that next best role player that can take a team from a squad of superstars like the New York Rangers were this year that didn't get to the precipice of it, to a squad like Vegas or a squad like the Florida Panthers that barely backs into a playoff spot and now is playing for a Stanley Cup final. Whether or not you win it, you can be a big cog in a wheel that is bigger than you. Be the best you can you can be all off season long. That's it for the Fort Wayne Spacemen. You got to go to space, baby. The Space Corn battle is coming back this year. And this year, I am making the announcement it will be launchable. The new trophy will be launchable. The winning team, we will take them to the parking lot. I will have NASA on the line, and we're sending that thing to space, baby. The battle for the Space Corn will be back. The Fort Wayne Spacemen are back. Sponsors. Selly Salt, it on your next meal. A couple hockey moms that make your dinner taste delicious. How about Remastered Sleep? Go to RemasteredSleep.com today. Ole Kolzig was snoring, his wife hated it. We said we got a water bottle. It's the water bottle of your dreams. You can have a restful night's sleep and all it takes, you can stop snoring with just a sip. Go to RemasteredSleep.com today. We'll get you 10% off Dan K Show coupon code at checkout. Then you go to GMU Sport. Dan K's gotta get back into shape. How does he do it with his friends at GMU Sport? gmusport.com today usphl22 at checkout for 22 percent off we can help you with that as well one more time body trick -trick body-trick.com this is another hockey mom who found the all natural solution to all your muscle aches and pains and to those smells of that stinky hockey equipment go there right now get the penalty kill spread today pueblo bulls presenting sponsor for this past season run with the bulls or run from them. If it's an actual bull, do not stop and go, is that a bull? Never, never question that. If it's even questionable that it might be a bull, and not like a Pueblo bull, but an actual bull, just start running. Just start going. Get away. Run with the Bulls. Dan K is on the mic. It's always Hockey I Thank you to the Fort win Spacemen for joining us today. Plenty of Shrock Socks coming at you this season, coming to a rink near you, DanKShow.com. Follow the most watched show in hockey by 10 plus times over its competition. Thanks, folks.
1: Thank you for listening to the most watched show in junior hockey, The Dan K Show, presented by the Pueblo Bulls. For more information about The Dan K Show, head to www.dankeshow.com.